0: Good morning, and welcome to Mana Christian Ohana's online service for Palm Sunday. This morning, Navahine Hilinai Ya Yesu is presenting the prayer sung by Ho'okena and danced by Kumu Ka'ulu. Our scripture for today is Nothing in the whole world will ever be able to separate us from the love of God. Romans 8. So this morning, let's pray as we look for God's grace and his light in the prayer and help us to prepare for Easter this week. Aloha.
1: Guide us with your grace to a place where we'll be
2: safe.
1: I pray we'll find your light and hold it in our hearts. Stars go out each night. <laughs> i so we'll be safe
0: Oi o o ko malama lama lama, me o ko, I lilo o ko keiki no kamala lama O lelo mai O yesu e mau mea, E ho onalo yaya iho mai o la ko aku. From John twelve thirty six. Believe in Kamalama Lama Lama while you have Kamalama Lama, Lama, so that you may become children of Kamalama Lama. Lama. When he had finished speaking, Jesus left and hid himself from them. Kamalama Lama, the light. Believe in it, have it, and become it. From Jesus' lips to their ears, and his words from generation upon generation, from them to us. His companions had the benefit of knowing Jesus in person, although, as he spoke this verse, the Passover period had come and Jesus still had Ha'avina to teach. The Ma'lama Lama. -lama. In a dark place or time, Jesus' Ha'avina light the way forward physically, mentally, and spiritually. In John 13 is Ka'lama Lama. A new command I give you, love one another, as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. The command to love others is from old, Leviticus 19, but to love as Jesus loves, sacrificially, was new then and remains new today, bringing truth and light into the dark world. Jesus is the example of God's love and we are to be the examples of his. Aloha is the malama Jesus is the malama We are the ma'lama-lama. Aloha Ikapal palm sunday, ka
3: Family. Welcome to Mana Christian Ohana's uh, Palm Sunday service. Um, I'd like to open up with a blessing. Yes. Grace and peace to you from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. I also pray that your love may abound more and more in the knowledge and depth of insight, that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of our God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, welcome to Palm Sunday service. Uh, today we celebrate uh, Jesus' triumphant entry into Jerusalem. This Sunday was the week that uh, Jesus was crucified. Yeah, and that the great Passover festival was about to begin. Thousands of people came from all over, all over the country, yeah, to celebrate the Passover, but also hoping to see Jesus. You see, Jesus' reputation, you know, had widened. I mean, he was famous. He was like a rock star, or movie star today, yeah? They had heard about his miracles, you know? Um, They'd heard that the lame walk, the blind see, the sick are healed, and the dead are raised to life. Oh my gosh, yeah? I would want to see that happening too. So it came from all over the country, um, you know, and it was a normal. um, It was a normal journey every year that everybody would make that that journey for the Passover. Yeah, but this time they knew they were hoping that Jesus was going to be there. So um, we'll start off in Mark, the book of Mark. Chapter 11, 1 to 11, and it describes Jesus' entry into Jerusalem. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage and Bethany, those are the two towns right outside of uh, Jerusalem, at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, You will find a coat tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asked you, why are you doing this? Say, the Lord needs it and will send it back here shortly. You know, um, like I said, Bethany uh, was right outside, but Bethany was also where Mary, Martha, and Lazarus whom he raised from the dead lived. So he was known over there in in those towns already. So you know what? If Jesus asked for anything, they would have surely given it. You know, all they had to do is say the Lord needs it and and it would be done. So they went and found the coat outside the street tied to a doorway. As they untied it, some people standing there asked, What are you doing untying that coat? They answered that Jesus had told them and the people let them go. See, all went well. Yeah. So they brought the coat to Jesus threw the cloaks cloaks over it and he sat on it. You know, um, you see, this coat no one had ever ridden. Yeah. And it just goes to show the authority that God has over all the creatures that he made, yeah? He said, go find that coat which no one has ridden. You know, and you'd think that, oh, and you'd be buck- trying to buck anybody off, but no, he was, he let Jesus ride him. And so Jesus rode humbly into Jerusalem, yeah? So uh, many people spread their cloaks on the road well, others spread branches they had cut in the fields, and these are the palm branches. Yeah? Um, you know, they didn't have flags in those days, well I don't think they had flags, so they, w- they, they waved their palms and they laid them on, and their cloaks, they put their cloaks to honor the king. You see, um, in Zechariah, this, this fulfilled the prophecy of Zechariah, Zechariah 99. 9. Rejoice greatly, daughter Zion. Shout, daughter Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you, righteous and victorious. Lowly, humbly, riding on a donkey. On a coat, the foal of a donkey. Yeah. So, um, those, you know, the people that came with Jesus, yeah, they went before him and some followed and they all shouted, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our Father David. Hosanna in the highest. So they were announcing that the king is here. The king is here. And Hosanna, Hosanna means save us. You see, these people thought they were uh, they were going to be saved from the Romans. You know, just like... Uh, Just like God rescued him, Moses brought him out from Egypt, you know, when he called down the plagues, yeah, well, they thought that, hey, you know what, Jesus, you know, was coming like a warrior king, because he's in the line of David, and David was that warrior king who, you know, pretty much beat all the armies, right, so, you know, their thinking is that, okay, he's going to save us that way, you know how our thinking is, yeah, but Jesus had other ideas God had another plan right he wanted to save us from our sins from this um from death itself yeah and giving us eternal life so he's trying to save us from ourselves and we're trying to tell him to save us from those other guys yeah who are who are bothering us (laughs) anyway um let me continue so uh so Jesus entered Jerusalem, and he went straight away to the temple courts. Yeah, he looked around at everything. He was just like scoping everything out. Yeah, but since it was already late, it says he went he went to Bethany, you know, where Mary and Martha lived with with the twelve um, his twelve disciples. So, so riding on a donkey means I'm coming in peace. Yeah and the palm branches waving, you know, honoring him, you know. They mean uh victory. So Jesus is coming in victorious. Yeah? He's already claim he's already claiming the victory. Yeah? Cuz I made it to Jerusalem and that was just part of the journey. You know, um The funny thing is that these people, you know, When they found out, when they kind of found out that Jesus wasn't going to save them from the Romans, this same, maybe some some of the same people would be yelling, crucify him, crucify him later on. Yeah. The lesson for us, you know, this Palm Sunday lesson is, you know, when, when the parade's all gone, when everybody went home, yeah, is Jesus still the King of Kings? and the Lord of Lords for you. Yeah? You know what? The next time Jesus c- comes on a, you know, He will be riding the, that white horse, you know? But we don't know the time or the date, right? Yeah? But we know He's coming. We know He's coming. That was my uh, the first part of my lesson. The second part, you know, I was thinking that, hey, you know what? Jesus, he only got a few days to live. Now, what would he be telling his people? Yeah. So I came up with, you know, actually, these, these days that, these last days that he spent with his people, teaching them, you know, he gave them a crash course. There was nonstop, you know, wisdom coming out of his mouth. You know, and I, and I couldn't cover everything, but I just wanted to give you five things. And this second part of the lesson is called, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. Kind of catchy, yeah? The first one is, Jesus clears the temple. and I And I got this because this is the first thing He did. Yeah, it's Monday morning, it's time to go to work. All right, Luke 19. 45 to 46, when Jesus entered the temple courts, he began to drive out those who were selling. It is written, he said to them, my house will be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. You know, all the merchants or, uh, you know, the vendors that were selling um, animals and um uh, exchanging money because you could only use the the temple money to give you your uh your offerings you know they were cheating the people and jesus was angry at that and you know what this is the second time this is the second time that he did that that he's doing this you know he did this the first time um in the book of john tells us the first time was right was right after The wedding in Cana where he turned the water into into wine for them. Yeah. And so this is like, you know, three years later about. Yeah. he's cleaning out the temple again. He's got to do it again. But also, and this is what I learned when I did this study. That, you know, the Pharisees allowed the merchants to to set up this their their little marketplace in a place designated for the Gentiles to worship. You know what I mean? It's like only, only only the foreigners were allowed outside in that place. Yeah? And the Jews could go into the temple and the priests in the inner temple, right? So Jesus, you know what Jesus did? He cleared this area out because he would be teaching there. Yeah, he would be teaching there the next couple of days. And from there, his message would go far and wide throughout all the country. You know, you know, he tells those Pharisees uh, from uh, Luke eleven fifty two, 52, Woe to you experts in the law! Because you have taken away the key to knowledge, you yourselves have not entered. And you have hindered those who, who were entering so he was excluding the gentiles i mean the, the pharisees were excluding the gentiles from worship by setting up their market over there and you know allowing only the jews to go in and if the if the foreigners wanted to worship they had to like hang out outside you know where there was a lot of distractions yeah you know in isaiah uh 56, 7. It's just a reference, yeah? Isaiah says, For my house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations. Thus says the (laughs) Lord. You know what I mean? Whoa. For all nations. That includes us. So we are allowed, you know, because Jesus, because of what Jesus did, we are allowed into the temple. In, in fact, in fact, we are the temple. Yeah? We are the temple. 1 Corinthians 6, 619, you know, says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? See, when we have received Jesus, we we become the temple of His Holy Spirit. Yeah? So, you know what? Our responsibility today is to keep our church inclusive, to allow all to come in, to come in and worship. Yeah, we were allowed to come in and worship. Jesus cleared the temple. Yeah, on a personal level, on a personal level, we need to clear out all the Opala in our heart. You know, You know, there's a lot of uh, bitterness, you know, anger, envy, selfishness, hatred, yeah, self-pity, prejudice, yeah. And what my brother Dennis was mentioning on Wednesday's midweek message, there's pride. Pride is the big one, you know. Pride says, I can do it on my own, you know. And i need to I need to allow Jesus to take all that away, clear my temple, Jesus, please, that you can reside in there, and that I can worship freely in spirit and truth, you know so we need to allow Jesus into our hearts to clear to clear all this opala out, all this trash, it needs to go, yeah. And we need to participate in that. So how do we do that? By walking in His commandment. Yeah? And that's my number two. My number two uh, lesson is the greatest commandment. And I like this uh, from Mark 12, 29 to 31. And they, they call it the most important one. Yeah? Because one of the Pharisees asked Jesus, Which is the most important, which is the most important commandment? Yeah, the most important one, Jesus answered, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no Commandments greater than these. I like this version of Mark because it adds strength. And strength implies effort or action. Yeah? We cannot love without action. Yeah? We cannot... uh, We cannot, like, just love and do nothing. Yeah? Love is part of giving. Yeah? If we can... I guess we can give without love, but we cannot love without giving, yeah. You know, Jesus, when he was going up to the temple, he cursed that fig tree. He curses the fig tree because it had no fruit. Just like the Pharisees, yeah, they had nothing to show for their faith. I like the book of James, when James says, faith without works is dead you know just like the the, that fig tree without any fruit yeah their faith had nothing to show for it they were they were all about position yeah they were all about pride you know we got to be better than that we got to be better than the pharisees (laughs) yeah so you know what I could not share this message without without sharing one of the parables. Because Jesus just bombarded his people with all these parables. You know, but from Matthew 25, 31 to 40, I I love this parable that explains the greatest commandment. Yeah, so I'll read it for you guys. And it's it, you know, bear with me. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people one from another. As a shepherd separated the sheep from the goats, he will put the sheep on his right hand and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me." Oh, see, love is action. Love is action. You know, um, 1 John 4.20, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it pretty much sums up this parable. For whoever does not love their brother or sister, whom they can see cannot love God, whom they cannot see, whom they have not seen. You know? We cannot see God. How do you how do you love God? By loving his people. Yeah. By loving each other. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commands. And so you know what his command is? His command is walk in love. Yeah, walk in love. So we love God. By loving our neighbors. You know? Jesus also said, you know, love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. If you love one another. Yeah. And he also said, there's no greater love than the one who lays down his life for his friend. Yeah? Lay down. And that's what Jesus did to us. And that brings it uh, that brings me to lesson number three, and it's called Communion. Yeah, And I took it from Luke, Luke twenty-two nineteen. 19, just a short one. And he took bread, gave thanks and broke it. And he gave it to them saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. You know, uh, when he gave this, when he gave uh, communion the first time to his disciples, He knew he was going to die, but we today, we do this, um, we perform this ritual in remembrance that Jesus died for us, that we acknowledge, you know, that um, his body was broken and his blood was poured out for our forgiveness, for our forgiveness, yeah, so we acknowledge that, uh, Jesus has loved us so much that He gave Himself for us. Now, I like um, Galatians 2.20. You know, when, whenever we do communion, I always remember this. Yeah, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God. Who loved me and gave himself to me, for me. You know, and that's communion. Yeah. Remember that Jesus is inside of us. And we need to walk in that spirit. That spirit of the new creation that he created us to be. And that living hope we have in the salvation now. And so he says, walk in the spirit. Walk in His Spirit, you know. Um, the Bible says, walk in the Spirit and you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh, you know. And that way we allow Jesus to come in and take away all that pride and jealousy and envy and anger, resentment, you know. Get all the bitterness, rage and anger out, Yeah, And so... The fourth lesson is, Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Well, Jesus isn't telling them that uh, he's going to die. Yeah. And, you know, Judas didn't want to hear that, right? Yeah. None, nobody wanted to hear that, you know, especially Peter. Peter said, no, I'm not going to leave you. And, and Jesus told him, yeah, by the time you hear the rooster call, you're going to deny me three times, Yeah. Okay, but, you know, um, they couldn't understand, yeah? And why not? We haven't received the Holy Spirit. But John explains 26 explains, to, my, to me explains everything that the Holy Spirit is here for. He it says, But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things, And remind you of everything I have said to you. Woo! I'm glad, you know. And Jesus told them, you know what? Unless I go, the Holy Spirit's not going to come. You know what I mean? And He said, I'm not going to be with you forever. This was never the plan. I came to die for you, for your sins. That you could receive my Spirit in you. You know what? Because He died, His Spirit is in all of us. Yeah, to remind us of all these teachings. Yeah, in His last days, Jesus gave us a lifetime of teaching. You know, and just compressed in those last few days of teaching, it was a lifetime to learn. Yeah? But, you know, what? He wants us to have heaven. Now, Thy kingdom come. So He gave us the Holy Spirit to teach us, to remind us, and and also, and this is important, the power. Again, the Holy Spirit is the power of God to do His will, yeah, because it's got to be stronger than my will, because my will wants to do something else, yeah. Another thing, the Holy Spirit helps us to pray, yeah. We have the authority to lay hands on the sick, yeah? Isn't that awesome? Yeah, We can pray for others, yeah? The Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf to pray for others. So not just teaching us, not just being with us, yeah? And reminding us of all the things to do, convicting us yeah, the Holy Spirit also convicts us to when we are doing the wrong thing. You know, when you're doing the wrong thing and you got that, uh, 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 like, you know, that's the Holy Spirit telling you, Mm-mm, that's not my will. Yeah, so the Holy Spirit does, you know, does everything for us. Yeah, sometimes we wonder, well, wow, I don't act like I did before. Yeah, before I used to just blow up and, and just go off. Today we don't do that. Hmm. It's God living in us. Which brings uh, me to my last uh lesson watch and pray. Yeah. Matthew 26, 40 to 41. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yeah, you know what? When we get weary, we also, we become restless, irritable, and discontent, you know? I don't want to do the things that, you know, brought me joy anymore. I just want to do nothing. I just become stubborn, yeah? Watch out for weariness. You know, we got to battle weariness. That's why, you know, you know, in Isaiah, he says, those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will rise up like on wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So we got to walk in that, yeah? I like Galatians. Galatians says, um, let us not grow weary of doing good. at the proper time, we will reap a harvest of of righteousness if we do not give up. Yeah. And I know today, like we've been in, um, we've been in this uh, kind of social distancing and wearing our masks, washing our hands and trying to stay safe. Yeah. Trying to stay safe. And a lot of us have, well, some of us have received the vaccines. I have, yeah? I've received my two shots. And, but it's not time to let up. It's not time, yeah? I cannot grow weary of wearing the mask and doing the things that kept me safe this long, yeah? Don't leave five minutes before the miracle happens. You know, we got to be diligent. Yeah, in 1st Peter says, uh, um, be alert and sober minded because the devil roars around, uh, um, goes around like a roaring lion looking for you, looking for someone who's growing weary, looking for you to devour. He loves to pick on the weak. He loves to pick on the weak. Yeah. But Jesus gave us prayer and prayer access accesses the power of the Holy Spirit in you. Yeah. So let us not grow weary in doing good yeah and it's always watch and pray watch and pray because you know what temptation is coming temptation is coming but we can face it with God when we're when we're watching pray yeah? so Jesus left us the Bible which I call Basic instructions before leaving Earth. Yeah. So, our kuleana, our responsibility. Yeah. We need to read the Bible. Nobody's going to read it for us. We need to put it in. I say, I do my part. God, I'll put it in. I'll put it in and you bring it out. You bring it out. We're working cooperation. Yeah. Nobody's going to pray for, you know, People pray for me, but I need to pray too, yeah? When I pray, I come into communion with God, yeah? We all need that. We all need to ask for help. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. And there's something else we need to do, yeah? We need to keep our temple clean. And we need to keep the doors of our church open for everyone, yeah? We need to love them love our neighbors yeah and then we need to remember jesus sacrifice for us that gave us the freedom so we can worship well that's my message for for us today i hope um i hope i hope you got something um It was an honor for me to share it with you and let me pray for you dear heavenly father who thank you jesus that um, that you are love that you are aloha that you are with us every moment of our lives even when we we don't acknowledge you even when we don't see you so let us learn how to be. Let us act more like you. Let your spirit in us increase and let our will, our selfishness decrease ever more and more as we grow in faith, as we grow in walking in your spirit. Father, we thank you that uh, that you came in victorious, you gave us the victory, and all we had to do was believe. It's so easy for us because it cost you so much. So as we celebrate this Sunday, we remember, we remember, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. You are our King, you came and you saved us. So thank you, Lord Jesus. We lift you up with all the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. I love you guys. Take care. Hello, everybody, good morning.
2: Mm -hmm. You know, we have missed doing communion with you. And um, we feel it's so important for us as believers uh, that Christ has asked us to do it every time we met. Mm -hmm. So we're filming this so... you could be encouraged to do it with you and your family. The book of Revelation says <clears throat> that the people overcame the things they feared, the devil himself. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the power of their death testimony. And that they were not so afraid or, or thought so much of themselves as to fear even death. So the book of Luke teaches us, it says, and he took bread, Gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us pray over the bread. Father, thank you that you gave your son in in his physical form. He took all the pain. It wasn't just a ceremony. But he bore the pain so we do not have to live in bondage or in fear. So we praise you and thank you for this bread and we take it now in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says in the same way, after this supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Let us pray over the wine. Father, we thank you that this juice of wine, whatever we're drinking, it could be water, is symbolic of the blood of the Lamb. It taketh away the sin of the world. So we do so, Father, to be healed, to be strong, to be connected to you. By the blood of your Son, Jesus, the Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Father thank you for this practice that you gave us so we won't forget but remember and say connected to you and to one another in Jesus name amen, amen.
4: sing. You were making new wine. In the soil I now surrender. You were breaking new ground. So I yield to you and to Spring new life. Oh We just come before you as empty vessels, God, here to worship you and just be filled with your Holy Spirit. God, I pray that you just show us how to be less of us so that we can be filled with you, to be more of you in this world that is so lost without you. God, we thank you that we're allowed to be here this morning, that we get this privilege to just... Sit here at your feet as a congregation. Jesus, we love you so much. Because where there is new wine, there is new power, there is new freedom, and the kingdom is here I laid down my old flames to carry a new fire today Cuz where there is new wine Cuz where there is new wine there is new power there is new freedom and the king is here, I lay down my old flames to carry on you fire today, Cause where there is new wine, there is new power, there is new freedom, and the kingdom is here. Flames to carry your new fire today. In the crushing, in the pressing, you are making new wine. In the soil. I'll surrender you are breaking new ground so I yield to you and to your careful hand when I trust you I don't need to understand make me your vessel make came here with nothing, but all you have given me. Jesus, bring new wine out of me. Oh, Jesus, bring new wine out of me. Oh, Jesus, bring new wine out of me.